Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a bonus episode of Chat with myself, Brian Kearney, and this is the first solo episode where I'm going to discuss some of the science behind how our brains work. Going to be honest with you, haven't really felt that good over the past week. Um, I'm sick of being stuck indoors, I'm sick of the weather being shite and I'm sick of just having this constant feeling of negativity flowing through me and around the world and all this type of stuff. So just wanted to put this short podcast together after reading up on some stuff that has helped me before and hopefully it can help myself. I hope that sounds a little bit selfish, but help myself gain a better perspective within my own head of what's going on and hopefully it can help some of you out there listening as well. So the vast information of the information, sorry, the vast majority of the information in this following podcast is taken from a book called Mindfulness for Creativity by Danny Penman. Uh, this is one of the best books that I've read in the past couple of years and I found it really, really beneficial for my own mental and physical health. So if you'd like to get a copy of the book or anything like that, I'll leave a link in the description below and you can also get it on Audible. It's really, really good. So I'd also just like to start by saying that I'm in no way an expert in any of this stuff. All I'm doing is condensing some of the information that has helped me in the past and the information from that book and in the hope that it will help you understand and help me as well understand how our brains are wired for negativity. A lot of what we think is we think along the same old lines of thought over and over again and, and they never seem to change. So these types of thought patterns have a huge control over our lives, but mainly we are unaware of their influence. It's estimated that 45% of the choices and decisions we make each day are governed by this way of thinking, the, the habitual ways of thinking that we have, and I include myself in that. So thinking itself has become habitual and certain thoughts become habits. So they just keep the same type of things, go around your head non nonstop. Negative self-defeating thought patterns are the main example of this. So... These types of habits are usually laid down in our psychology from years before and again, we're not aware of this. So initially, they may have served a purpose in your life, they may have helped you get through a certain situation, but you need to ask yourself if this type of thinking is really relevant to how you are now and if you can sort of just let it go and maybe have a new perspective. So thinking in this type of way narrows the mind and you can sort of go on to autopilot where you're not truly conscious of what's going on in your mind and how you're thinking and this type of this habitual way of thinking can make it very difficult to come up with solutions to problems because you feel stuck and i want to change so i want to change the word solutions to problems rather than solutions to puzzles so puzzles is sort of a it's a better word problems is a lot is is quite serious whereas puzzle makes it feel like a bit of a little bit of a game to be worked out so re replace the word problem with puzzle it just takes the edge off ever so slightly so thinking itself is not a problem the key to notice when you're getting lost in your thoughts is when you're or when your mind is spiraling out of control with more and more thoughts this is when you need to notice what's going on in your head that's when you need to be aware the best thing you can do is just take a deep breath stop and say to yourself you're overthinking key is to break the pattern it's to stop the train of thought and its tracks and just to become aware of what's going on in your own head so because if you don't if your mind is left unchecked you can start beating yourself up with all sorts of negative thoughts going through your head so like some of the stuff going through my head last week was like why do i feel down what is wrong with me why am i feeling like this blah 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 all this stuff i'm sure the same sort of stuff is going through your head but Perfectly normal, perfectly normal. And all this is, this is the voice of something called the inner critic. And it's something that exists in all of us. And the, the, this inner critic 
It's that voice that in your head that you hear nonstop all the time and it's sort of it's it's dialogue can change depending on your mood. But you need to understand that the the inner voice it's not always correct. And you need to understand that this inner inner voice is literally it's just the mind's running commentary on what's happening in the world or what's happening in your day at that exact moment in time. And this should not be mistaken for the mind itself. One very important thing that I've learned from reading up in this type of stuff is that thoughts are not always facts, even those that present themselves to be. Basically, they're just thoughts. They're just, it's the mind's running commentary on what's going on in your life from moment to moment, day by day. Another piece of advice that I I heard with regards to this is to put a question mark at the end of each thought. Negative, Negative ones especially. Put a question mark, questioning them, question them. They're only thoughts. Thoughts are basically just a dialogue of questions and answers taking place in your own head. So if you want to get a better answer, ask a better question. Better questions would be like, what can I do to make the most of the day? How can I improve this situation? Because asking these types of questions will give you a better understanding and it's going to stop that never-ending cycle of negativity that's going on inside your own head. So ask a better question, you get a better answer. So, as you know, 2020 has been very difficult for all of us. It's just a never-ending cycle of doom and gloom and that type of feeling has continued into this year and there's no point really sugarcoating it. It's pretty shit out there at the moment. Um, and it doesn't feel like it's going to improve in the future. A lot of us are unemployed or have lost work, and include myself in that. I haven't worked since February of last year, and in the industry that I'm in, the dance industry, and especially with the impact of social distancing, I have absolutely no idea when I'm going to be working again, and especially with worldwide travel as well. That's so... I couldn't possibly be in a more affected industry than the one than the ones that I'm in with regards to what's happened over the past year. So with everything that's gone on, it's only natural for me to feel down or to feel angry or to feel fearful, all that type of stuff. It's perfectly normal and it's perfectly normal for you to feel down about things at the moment as well. Absolutely no problem with that. It, it's, it, it would nearly be something wrong with you if you weren't. But... um. As I said, a lot of us are unemployed, we've lost businesses and unfortunately some of you probably listen to this podcast have lost family members over the past year. It's been it's been very, very negative. There hasn't been a lot of positives and we are being bombarded with constant negativity. And when we're under this kind of pressure, our survival, links, our survival instincts excuse me, come into play and these are driven by two powerful emotional systems within our own brain. One is called the threat avoidance system and one is called the achievement system. And the one I'm going to focus on today is called the threat avoidance system. The threat avoidance system focuses on how we can survive a situation. And as I mentioned in the last episode, we have primal brains. That means they really haven't really developed that much. They've no idea that we're living in 2021. They still think we're living in caves and we're going to be attacked by tigers and all that type of stuff. So the main aim of our brain is to survive. When we think we're under threat, something called the fight or flight response is triggered within ourselves. So the fight or flight response is like when you feel under threat and you want to sort of get out of a situation or you want to fight your way out of a situation. This this response is triggered by emotions like fear and anger and they're probably the two of the main um, 
emotions that I would have felt over the past year. I'm, I'm pissed off with everything going on. I'm sick of COVID, sick of everything, and I'm sure it's exactly the same for you. So this fight or flight response is triggered. It's driven by these emotions and it feels like we're constantly on edge. And that's how I've sort of felt of the past week. I felt a little bit on edge about life in general. So the thing is, your brain, my brain, your brain, everyone's brain, we cannot tell the difference between a physical threat, something that's really happening or something that we imagine mentally in our own heads. From my perspective, I'm a creative person have a vivid imagination and I think a lot so <laughs> I can become very susceptible to this I can get caught up in my head start thinking mad shit thinking the worst thinking oh, imagine if this happened that happened blah 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 but none of it is actually happening this is all going on in my own head and I need to be aware of this so when I'm under pressure if I'm feeling stressed if I'm worried then this type of system this t- system the threat avoidance system takes control of my mind whether I like it or not and it's probably the same for you as well. So when I become in st- stuck in, say, fight or flight mode or when I become more and more stressed, what happens to me is I begin to focus on fears and all the stuff that's happening in this moment and I ignore everything else. So what happens is my mind becomes narrowed and my thoughts just go round and round in my head and I start to feel stuck. And when that happens, it probably can happen for you where you sort of feel stressed and worried and it feels like you're sort of stuck and you've you've felt like this for ages but what's actually only happened that's just your brain going through previous experience that you've had before and it's remembering sort of how you've dealt with these type of situations in the past and it's given you a solution to how you can handle the situation right now so your your brain and your mind it's, it's always trying to help you it's just its message can become a little bit blurred. So this is what I'm trying to explain today and hopefully it will help you um, understand this a little bit because when you feel stuck, you can just lose your sense of perspective and you can just feel on the edge and this probably probably can sound quite familiar to a lot of you out there because it sounds familiar to me. So when this happens, just take a breath and say to yourself, you're overthinking again. Stop that pattern of thought. Ask a better question. What can I do to make this better? And you're going to get a, ask a better question, get a better answer. I want to move into something else. This is called the negativity bias. And this is something that is within all of us. We are all wired for negativity, every single one of us. And our attention always focuses on the negative. This is known as the negativity bias. So the reason for this is because negative events have a far greater impact on us than positive ones. And I think that's evident from the past year where everything feels like fairly, fairly negative. This can have a powerful effect on how you're behaving, the decisions you're making and your relationships with people. So if you're on edge, you're going to be snappy with people. You're going to be giving out to people. You're not going to be comfortable speaking to people, etc. And when you're in this type of uh, in this type of mood, your decisions are going to be ra- rash. You're going to sort of do things that you don't want to do. So... As I said, it's important to take that breath, say to yourself you're overthinking and break that pattern. As humans, we tend to remember traumatic experiences more than positive ones. We recall insults more than praise. So I'll give you an an instance with this regards to myself. Say if I put up, say, uh, a set on YouTube and I go in and check out the the analytics or the reactions to it and it has say a response of 98.6% positive me in my own head 
I'll look at that and go, right, why don't 1.4% of people like that say, what have I done wrong? <laughs> and I, I don't even look at what's the 98.6. That doesn't matter. All I'm looking at is the 1.4% and asking, why don't they like it? They, that is the negativity bias in action. And another example of this, say if I'm playing a gig and I'm playing a set, place the venue could be full, there could be whatever people, loads of people are enjoying yourself themselves I could look out into a crowd and I'll see one person not dancing and I'll say to myself what am I doing wrong that they're not dancing and here's the thing they could be drunk they could be out of their heads they could be there could be any reason but I'll always look down and I'll focus on the one person that, that's not dancing and again this is the negativity bias this is how I'm wired this is how most of us are wired so we act as humans we react stronger to negative stimulus we think about negative things more frequently than positive ones and we respond more strongly to negative events than to equally positive ones. And this bias towards the negative can lead you to pay more attention to the bad things that happens. And it makes them seem a lot more important than they really are. So we tend to see threats everywhere and the flaws and everything. And again, it doesn't matter if this is a real threat or one in your imagination. Your brain cannot tell the difference. So it's the bad things that grab our attention, that stick in our memories. And in many cases, they influence the decisions that we make on a day-to-day basis. And the negativity bias in the brain is activated extremely fast. And it's estimated that it takes around a tenth of a second for us to notice a threat. So it takes a tenth of a second for me to notice someone not dancing in the crowd, say. And a lot longer to notice something positive. Again, not looking at other people enjoying themselves. So we react to these threats instantly and we store them in our memories where they held for instant recall. It can take five pleasant experiences, so five positive experiences to balance out one single negative one. You need to see it this way. It's as if our brains are attracted to negativity and in a way they push away positive experiences. So we overestimate threats and we underestimate rewards and this bias is built into the structure of our brains. Even when I was putting together the idea for this short podcast, some of the stuff that was going through my head was like this. Who are you to give advice to anyone? You don't know what you're talking about. And people are going to be thinking to yourself, who does this fella think he is advising people on on mental health, etc. So this, once again, this is the voice of the negativity bias. And as I said, I'm no expert in any of this. This is stuff that I've read in books that I've learned all I'm doing is condensing the information that these other experts have uh, put together and I'm hopefully putting it across to you in a way that will be easy to understand. And I'm doing it for myself as well because I think it's important to sort of uh, remind myself of, of how these this negativity bias works, how we're wired for negativities because it'll help me uh, cope with everything on a day-to-day basis as well. So... With those type of thoughts, like who are you to give advice to, etc., I can get caught up in that. I can shit myself and I cannot bother putting this podcast out or I can take it in a different approach. I can do it as I am doing it right now. I can have faith that it's going to be beneficial to someone. I could even learn something myself from doing it. And all of these negative projections, I understand that they're taking place in my own mind. And I understand that. So what I'm going to do with this podcast, the short podcast, I'm just going to say, fuck it. If I put this podcast together in a fearful or negative way, then I'm going to activate that mind's avoidance system like I talked about earlier on. If I'm thinking like this, this narrows my mindset and it decreases my flexibility of thinking, so how I'm thinking about things. 
if I put this podcast together with a sense of faith and positivity, then this is going to completely change my mindset. It's going to widen my perspective of what's possible and how it can help people. And even if that's just one person, that's that's a success for me. So, so before I go, I'd just like to give a couple of tips on how I personally deal with moments of fear, anxiety, worry, feeling down, etc. All that type of stuff. So number one, is ask yourself a better question. You can say to yourself, right, I've had better days than today. What can I do today or right now to improve myself, to improve how I'm feeling? I can read a book. I can go for a run. I can do some exercise. I can contact a friend I haven't spoken to in a while. Anything. The list is endless. You can do anything to make your day better. So ask a better question. You get a better answer. Number two is to stay rational. So rational means stay level-headed. It means don't panic. 99% 99% of anxiety is a rational fear that's happening in your, in your own head. So you're imagining the worst thing that can possibly happen and you're projecting this into the future. You're getting yourself all worked up and you're getting stressed, all that type of stuff. Just take a breath and panic. Everything be grand. It'll be all right. Number three is to be aware when your mind is spinning out of control. You need to break that pattern of thought. So you're taking a breath and you're saying to yourself, right, I'm overthinking again. Notice the Take a breath. I'm overthinking. Break the pattern. Number four would be to not take everything so personally. And what I mean by that is that you need to drop the attachment of, say, anxiety or depression, all the type of stuff. You need to drop that that attachment to yourself. So instead of saying, I am anxious or I am depressed, change it to, I am experiencing moments of anxiety or I am experiencing moments of low mood or there are anxious thoughts going through my head or there are depressing thoughts going through my head. Thought These thoughts and feelings, they come and go very, very quickly. You can be happy one minute, you're down the next. They come and go all by themselves. Just drop that attachment. Drop that attachment to stop taking it so personal. So t- don't be saying, I am, change it to, there is. So you're getting rid of that attachment between yourself and how you're feeling. Number five would be to get out of your head. Now, I don't mean that type of getting out of your head. What I mean is put your phone down for an hour. Go for a walk. Go for a run. Do yoga. Paint. Draw. Do a jigsaw. Make a meal. Cook something from start to finish. What I mean is you're paying attention to what you're doing with your body as you're doing it, when you're doing it. So you're you're getting into your body. You're out of your head. You're in your body and you're experiencing it as you're doing it. The final one would be at the end of the day to write down three things that you're grateful for. So even just start out with one thing. If you don't want to do three, start out or start out with one and then build up bit by bit. So also make a list of everything that you've done throughout the day from the moment you woke up to the time you go to sleep. When you wake up in the morning to when you go to sleep at night. At the end of your day, write down on a piece of paper everything that you've done that day. And it could be anything you've spoke to someone, you went for a walk, anything, write down everything that you've done and you'll start to see that you've done a lot more with your day than you first thought. So you're going to have a better, what's the way, you're going to have a better, you're going to feel better about yourself because you feel like you've actually done something with your day when you write it down and you see it in a piece of paper. So you've done more with your day than you actually first thought. That would be one of the final ones and also to, to have an appreciation, to be grateful for the fact you can see for your ears that let you hear, your nose that can smell, your hands that do so much for your feet, 
everything you appreciate you start to appreciate things more when when you write these things down and have a, when you have a better appreciation for things life becomes a little bit easier bit by bit finally I know that this is probably the most challenging time that any of us have ever experienced of our lives. We're sick of COVID. We're sick of lockdowns. We're sick of everything. I am sick of it. <laughs> Honest to God, I'm sick of it. But I, I understand that a lot of this is out of my control. So my advice would be to look after yourselves physically and mentally as best you can. Look out for your friends and family. And if you're really struggling, please reach out to a mental health professional because asking for help, it's a sign of strength. It's not weakness. So as I said, I'm going to say it one more time. I'm no expert in any of this stuff. I'm literally just giving you some information of stuff that's helped me in the past. That's all I'm doing. So if, if you're feeling down or anything, please speak to someone who can help you professionally and at the same time, I will leave the DMs open on my Instagram. So if there's anything I can do to help if this say if one of your friends is feeling down or if one of your friends has a birthday coming up and you feel like a message from myself could help anything like that send me a dm and i'll get back to you as soon as i can absolutely no problem so i really do hope you have enjoyed this short podcast i hope it's made some sense to you hope i haven't got my words mixed up <laughs> too many times it's my first time doing one of these by myself so forgive me on that so just want to say please look after yourselves i'll speak to you soon and to let you know the next guest on chat will be snyder so that one is coming next week so until then Take care.